A happy new year to you and yours. And to finish 2022 this week, we'll take a look around the world at key gold price charts as we move forward in time toward another likely global financial crisis part two, which is brewing. We're not alone in thinking another global financial crisis is inevitable. Financial leaders who regularly meet at the USA's Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation are also hard at work in hopes that they'll be prepared for the resolution of the original 2008 crisis that was merely papered over by trillions in bailouts and delayed bankruptcies to come. The following are some brief excerpts from the FDIC Systematic Resolution Advisory Committee's meeting from early last month, November 2022. I guess I am a bit pessimistic about your ability to communicate with the people who really need to know in terms of a crisis. Uh, there was a lot of interest um, just after the crisis. It's dwindled over time. And so people are sort of less and less interested in getting into the nitty gritty and some of the really interesting uh, developments. So I would think your strategy ought to be to disclose as much as possible to people who professionally need to know about it. And that would I, certainly include the ratings agencies and the people within the banks who are responsible for these uh, judgments. Um, and simply have publicly available a place where people can go if they, they need to know more. Because we're dealing with a society where people are getting their information in tweets. There's just no patience, I think, for going through the elaborate and careful planning that has gone on. It should be there. It should be accessible when people need to know. But I don't think you have much hope of, of reaching a public that doesn't have a professional need to know. I, I completely agree with that. I almost think you'd scare the public. If you put this out, like, why are they telling me this? Should I be concerned about my bank? Like, my insurance company doesn't tell me what they're doing with my assets. So they just assume they're going to pay my claim, right? It's, it's. I, I think you've got to think of the unintended consequences of taking a public that has more full faith and confidence in the banking system than maybe people in this room do, <laughs> that... We want them to have full faith and confidence in the banking system. They know the FDIC insurance is there. They know it works. They put their money in. They're going to get their money out. So there, there's a select crowd of people that are in the institutional side. And if they want to understand this, they're going to find a way to understand this. There's a bunch of law firms represented in this room. There's a bunch of people that will charge them by the hour a lot of money to explain this all to them. And, and, and it's fine. I, I, don't have a, I don't have a problem with that. And they all have huge staffs. But I would be careful about the unintended consequences of starting to blast too much of this out in the general public. I wondered whether there are some market tests of whether you're being heard. And I think about TLAC. So TLAC should spread, should respond to good and bad news about the institutions. And it's really important. I mean, it's a little bit conflicted, right? I mean, it's important that people understand they can be bailed in, but you don't want a huge run on the institution. But they have, I mean, they're going to be. That's and and it could be an early warning signal to the FDIC and the primary regulators when these things happen. And there may be some other prices, this is uh, similar to what Jay was saying, in the market that you can tell whether people understand how the who's going to be protected, who isn't going to be protected. It would be, I think, an interesting study to look at the evolution of market prices in a situation like March of 2020, for example, and see whether people understood what might happen. 
The current FDIC problem bank admitted asset size has ballooned this year, and the shape of their data in this graphic suggests the USA and the world at large might be sleepwalking into eventual financial spillover events, which can be boiled down to stressful timeframes when seemingly everyone increasingly wants their capital back. Given the tone of this FDIC meeting from last month, I'll again leave a link in the show notes below describing what the current bank bail-in laws are in the biggest 20 global economies, the G20 and the United States, and how prudent bullion ownership can help individuals protect wealth if and when these laws are put to systematic use. Hello there, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson with a quick SDBullion market update. Before we go further, please smash the like button so other sound money stackers can also see this content. And be sure to subscribe to our SD Bullion channel so you can get our latest market coverages and also a chance at winning incredible Bullion giveaways like this one. Get ready for SD Bullion's Monster Box sweepstakes that includes 500 Silver Eagles. You could be the next lucky recipient of a phone call like this. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. Well, I'm calling you to let you know that you won the SD Bullion giveaway of a monster box of Silver Eagles. So click the link below for your chance to win. Click the link below to enter our new 500 ounce American Silver Eagle coin type two giveaway contest. And good luck to all of you who take part. The silver and gold spot price markets close with strength in the week's trading to end the year. The spot silver price is closed just over 24 an ounce ask, and the spot gold price closed over 18.25 an ounce ask. The spot gold silver ratio ends the year at 76. For the year, platinum, silver, and gold spot prices all ended higher in fiat US dollar terms. This was the year where the fiat financial authorities finally began partially admitting that China has become a big buyer of official gold bullion reserves. The world has not had this much gold bullion buying from government central banks since the mid-1960s, only a few years before the last admitted conspiracy to keep the gold price contained fell apart. Looking backwards with a longer-term view of gold throughout this full fiat currency era, the late bond billionaire trader Scott Menard in May of 2021 left us this brief longer-term take on silver and gold bullion values in the years ahead. Have a listen to what he said. Is it possibly something called silver coin? You know, you take something out of the ground, put it into a metal. Okay, I'm being a little sarcastic. I actually mean silver, the actual physical metal. It's been hot. You've been a longtime bull of silver and a lesser extent gold. Do you remain bullish on the metals? Uh, I am, uh, Brian. I think, look, gold, uh, as money leaves crypto and people are still looking for inflation hedges, uh, gold and silver are going to be much better places to go. Uh, it's going to take a while to build a momentum uh, in gold uh, because, uh, you know, the, the size of the market is so much bigger and there's so much gold in the world. Uh, but ultimately, I think gold will uh, move into an exponential phase. Uh, I think, uh, you know, five to ten thousand dollars an ounce for gold ultimately is in the cards. And, um, you know, after gold starts to make a move, uh, you know, silver traditionally lags and, and uh, you know, silver is the poor man's gold and uh, it's the one that will uh, have the largest move on a percentage basis ultimately. So it's the high beta version of gold. And I think, uh, you know, having a, a fairly significant allocation to that and the gold miners, GDX, uh, would make a lot of sense right now. While the U.S. government continues to underreport price inflation data, even by using their own data, 
These are some of the sobering price increases we have seen in just the past 12 months. In terms of broader asset class performance in 2022, bullion held its own while many paper asset classes lost mass value, many in record size. The long and often used 60-40 portfolio theory, where asset managers put 60% of their capital into equities and 40% into bonds as some sort of hedge, well, that didn't work too well this year. And, in fact, it was one of the worst performances for such a tactic in more than a century of time. Perhaps asset managers might want to begin looking at precious metals and commodities before they lose their livelihoods. In a bit of industry news this past week, China's Shanghai Gold Exchange announced that for all of next year, 2023, a handful of fees for the SGE silver market will be fully waived and complimentary in order to help further develop the Chinese silver market. And while there remains a 17% VAT or value-added tax on silver bullion in China, the country still consumes a large amount of silver bullion for industrial and manufacturing purposes. In terms of physical silver bullion deliveries over the last five years, the SGE has physically delivered more than two times the amount of silver bullion withdrawn from the comics over that same time frame. And to close this year, a quick reminder that even with rapidly rising interest rates and a relative bull market in the fiat US dollar terms versus other faster debasing fiat currency units, gold is poised for great years to come in virtually every major gold price chart around the world. And before we begin rifling through these full fiat currency era price charts starting in 1970 running through nearly the end of this year, I want to remind you all of how to read these price chart bars. Perhaps press pause here or come back if you'd like to the screen to ascertain the blue versus red bars and the intra-year price wicks on the following price charts. Beginning with the Fiat Federal Reserve note, aka the Fiat US dollar, this and the following gold price charts are only updated through yesterday's data the 29th of December 2022. Perhaps tomorrow it'll be a razor thin blue line instead of a red line, but Either way, you can see the stair-stepping and bullish cup and handle formation being built for the fiat US dollar gold price at the moment. Moving down under to the gold price in fiat Australian dollar terms, perhaps we can see why the bullion mints in Australia have been reporting record sales and demand data this year. A cup handle breakout over the past four to five years has rewarded bullion stackers down under. The gold price in fiat Canadian dollar terms Similar story with a cup handle breakout over the last few years, the Royal Canadian Mint is also enjoying record demand for bullion in the past few years. The price of gold in fiat Swiss francs is poised to break out. In terms of median wealth data, the Swiss citizenry, they are typically pretty wealthy, and many of them are long-term bullion stackers. I suggest that's not a coincidence. The fiat Chinese Yuan remains poised for liftoff. Perhaps their lessening of lockdowns throughout the Chinese economy in 2023 will help spur a further price rally in fiat gold yuan terms. The fiat euro price chart is starting to run away and lift off. A similar story in the fiat British pound not sterling debasement race higher and to the right chart. Gold in fiat rupee terms seems like it will eventually price out many bullion stackers moving them further into silver bullion and even silver jewelry buying as this decade progresses. And finally, in the land of the rising sun, the fiat Japanese yen is about to experience a mania in gold and a reckoning of record debt levels and write-offs to come. Now that is all for this week and this year. Overall, I personally remain very positive for precious metals next year, 2023, and most certainly in the many years hopefully to follow. Have a safe and happy new years. As always to you out there, 
Take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.